0: Hello, everyone. You know, Halloween is a very strange holiday. Personally, I don't understand it. Kids worshiping ghosts, pretending to be devils. Things on TV that are completely inappropriate for younger viewers. Things like the following half hour.
1: Hello, and welcome back to our series we like to call Movies We Were Way Too Young To See. A look at some of our most influential films we grew up watching, regardless of parental approval. I'm Mowgli, and today's episode has nothing to do with movies, but rather a beloved television series that's near and dear to our hearts. Mm -hmm. Malv, you want to tell the audience what show we're talking about?
2: Well, if they didn't know by the clip in the beginning... If they don't know, now they know. Now they know, because... It is from The Simpsons, but specifically their Treehouse of Horror segment.
1: Treehouse of Horror. Continuing on with our Halloween theme for the month, we decided to do another movies we were way too young to see. This one is going to be The Simpsons.
2: That's not a movie.
1: Yes. Well, The Simpsons itself could be its own category, but we're going to limit this to the Treehouse of Horror.
2: People who at home don't know, each special usually consists of three segments or stories that don't really have any cont- continuity with the regular uh, series, and uh, these stories obviously are Halloween based, so they're more horror, sci-fi, or fantasy, and it all completes with the cat with the Simpson cast, you know. And there's usually a parody element in these, which I love, and I know you have to. Oh, love, I do. You know, it, absolutely. That, that's what made these episodes so memorable.
1: You know, some of some of the times I figured out what it was before. Mm, like I was, I, the Simpsons helped me realize what it was because I saw the Simpsons episode first, and then I actually see the thing they're parodying I was like, "Oh, they got the Simpsons did that."
2: Yeah, I well, I don't say that, but I was like, "Oh, they stole that from the Simpsons." That's yeah, what like yeah. that, when I was little, that's how I used to be like, "Oh, they bro. stole that." Like,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Simpsons did it. Simpsons did it. Ah! Don't have a cow, man.
1: I only had cable for like one year, so I was always Team Simpsons over Team South Park. Oh yeah, because yeah, because it was to. Re- readily available. I first saw this probably when I was about three or four at my uncle's house. He lived next door. It was actually my grandma's house. And I can't remember the actual first episode I saw, but I remember when I was old enough to get the DVD box sets at Costco, they had season two and season one. And I remember distinctly picking season two over season one because season two is when they introduce the Treehouse of Horror. I was like, I need
2: to get this. Yeah. And it was sick. Well, I'm kind of like with you. Like All I remember through my childhood is The Simpsons was always on at night. Monday through Friday reruns, and then it was Sunday our nights. Yeah, <laughs> he was always there for us. They never hit me. They never the Simpsons never, never hit me. Never got drunk.
0: Never shout at him or get drunk and hit him. It would always be there, and it would die to protect
2: him. He would die for us. But every time I went to the schoolyard, it always seemed kids were surprised that I was watching it. Did you have the same thing at your school? Or? There were
1: some kids that were shocked. I remember. I was like, why are you watching The Simpsons? That Your your parents let you watch that? I was like, they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they would, I guess.
2: Well, I think for my parents too, it's like, it looks like it's a cartoon, you know? So they're just like, oh, there's nothing really bad in that. Like a cartoon That's at really night, like,
1: you. Yeah, you know?
2: All right. So what we're going to do right now is we're
1: going to list our, our favorite show segments segments that's what i meant to say because i i don't even know how we were able
2: to do this no this
1: was super
2: hard Very for me. Hard. I, like i couldn't do it i think i got through the first 10 treehouse of horror series but it's so hard to even pick a top 10 list of this we're so. gonna try we're
1: gonna try <laughs> i cheated a little bit i'm gonna go first my honorable mention episode night of the dolphin that's treehouse of horror 11 season 12 it's a parody of 1973's the day of the dolphin basically lisa sees like a shamu type dolphin not a shamu type i guess it's like a a dolphin trapped in like a sea world setting and she frees it and then he ends up being like a an evil dictator and he <laughs> drives the humans back to the ocean because he's like dolphins used to reign supreme mm. and the thing that stuck out to me is like lisa when she frees snorky that's the dude the, mm, uh, the main the, the main dolphin it's like a free willie parody mm. where like <laughs> i, I love free willie as a kid growing up and Michael. when when she's like micro remember that oh. song, yeah. that
2: song is called "I'm." hey that's a side quest go back to the quest. Ma-
1: ma- ma- main, quest, main quest well anyway she's doing that okay. and then the dolphin tail smacks her in the face it's like oh and i remember just laughing so hard at that okay 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 go now now to my actual top three we're gonna go three two one so our Third favorite, second favorite, and then our most favorite, yes?
2: Yes, 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 let's do that.
1: Okay, my third favorite episode of all time is going to be Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores. Ooh, I that love is from, that one. Yeah. This, this app actually, Treehouse of, Treehouse of Horror Episode 6, Season 7, that can be a top list all on its own because those three episodes are golden. I was really debating putting that, but that wouldn't have been that much fun, so I didn't do that. Uh, Attack of the 50-Foot Eyesores was a parody of Attack of the 50-Foot Woman. Basically, in this episode... All of the giant advertisements come back to life. They start terrorizing and destroying Springfield. And it's up to Lisa to figure out how to stop them from
2: destroying it. Mm -hmm. No, I love that episode. You know, there's so many memorable (laughs) ones to that that show. And, you know, if everybody's listening, I hope you guys, you know, watch it or have seen it and can remember it. But. I don't know, this is like that sharp Simpsons writing. You know, This just- is classic era Simpsons right here. Like
1: One of the things, it's no one even says anything. It's just a gag when all of the advertisements are up there. There's the planter's peanut parody dude. So he takes a car, he rips open the, the hood. And, yeah, and he eats he, it like he <laughs> peanuts. He eats the yeah. people like yeah. peanuts. And I just fucking, I remember laughing one. so hard. And then there was this other part where... The Zip Boys, they're supposed to be the parody of the Pet Boys dudes. When they come to life, they're like, ah, they come, and then their heads are so big, they just like, bam, they fall on the floor, and they just start, like, scratching them. And then the old dude's like, fellas, where you going? You're going to scratch up your heads. I remember just being a kid, just freaking dying so hard. And then another part was when Bart... He is like, well, there's the devil, yeah. and the devil's about to destroy the school, and then like, you know how you have like an angel and the devil on your side, so Bart is playing both of them, and he's like, "What are you waiting for? Destroy the school!" And then you're expecting the angel to come, and then he's like, "I no, agree. no, I remember this." He runs off. Yeah, yeah, he runs yeah. to the other side. Yeah, he runs know, to the, the, the other side, movie? and then he just smashes school. He's like, "I agree, destroy the school," and he just fucking destroys it. And I was like, "Yes!" Yeah. Like, as like a ten year old, you're like, "Yes, destroy school!" I just, I thought that was hilarious. But my favorite thing about this one was Paul Anka
2: and his little catchy jingle
1: just don't look just don't look yeah well
2: tell them that like the reason they got paul inca because he's a jingle man so they lisa figures out she goes to the agency that has made these uh statues these ads that have come alive and she asks the main ad man, like how do you how do we get rid of all these monsters like well, the ads are funny, you know. Let's get Paul ankle Yeah, he's like, and they did. Yeah, he's like, just stop looking
1: at it. It's like, how do we look? How do we not look at an ad? I forgot to mention too. Like the whole reason why these monsters came to life was because Homer stole the donut, the colossal donut from Lard Lad, and that's another thing too. Like this introduced me to Lard Lad donuts. <laughs> Lard Lad donuts are like a staple now in Universal Studios. Like mm. they they sell them. The in big their, boy,
2: if anybody doesn't know,
1: in their little Springfield. Uh, area of the park they have like a lard lad section and you can get those donuts now yeah, with the cookie you mark, right yeah all that stuff so that was sick yeah so that was my number three Okay. what's yours
2: all right my number three segment comes from the exact same episode I'm as telling him. you dude. this th- that season <laughs> yeah. is crazy i know i'm like okay so mine is homer to the third power oh i knew you're gonna put that this. one is like one of my top favorites so let me just quickly summarize the episode for everybody who hasn't seen it Homer finds himself trapped in a three-dimensional world while trying to hide from Marge's sister Patty and Selma. So he finds this portal right behind uh, a bookcase and you know, he just doesn't want to spend time with them, so he just swoops in. Once he enters the room behind the the bookcase, you see a whole digital CGI world. The 3D world. Imagine like the Matrix, blue grid, new green world.
1: grid. Uh, Oh, wrong franchise. My bad. <laughs> like,
2: you know, like Tron mixed with, uh, oh, what else was with? Toy Story.
1: You know, this came out in 95, right? Mm. So I think Toy Story October. came out in 95 no, as no. well. So so I, I remember around the same time when those came out. I was like, whoa, this reminds me of Toy Story. And also, this was a pretty new, and I, I'm assuming at the time expensive. Oh, yeah, so, they were saying that. So the fact that it was able to do this on television, it, it, it broke, it just broke blew my mind as a kid
2: well um what he's talking about is that this is like one of the shows or like one of the only shows that actually put like a first cgi whole sequence not even a whole sequence probably like a quarter of the episode because the quarter of the episode is homer inside the dimensional world trying to find his way out and he could only communicate to the people in the house but they don't know where he is almost
1: like poltergeist-esque right Mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly
2: like poltergeist that's one of that's just one of them you know, like Tron, I said, Twilight Twilight Zone is one of them. They always love to reference Twilight Zone. You know, but while while Homer's in there, he picks up a cone and he just throws it. It's one of the things I remember. And the cone hits the grid-like floor. I remember this. And it just seeps through. It creates like this vortex a black, black hole. hole. It creates a black hole in that way. So the black hole just keeps getting bigger. And Homer is losing space, you know, to live, you know, because it's going to go through the hole. And outside, Bart hears his dad like kind of suffering. He's like, help me, help me. You know, he's like, I can't take any of this. So Bart just ropes himself in, jumps in, tries to save his dad by telling him to jump from one end to the other end. He misses and Homer falls through the black hole. And this is where this trip me out. This is the best part of the episode. So when Homer falls through the black hole, it cuts to the scene of real world, a real world street. You see a garbage can. And out of nowhere, you see a CGI more realistic for the the time. Fall Homer fall into the dumpster. So he's in human he's world. Human now. world, our world. Yeah. He's in our world. Do you remember world. how it ends though? I re- oh yes yes the
1: erotic cakes. He's like
2: ooh erotic cakes, and then he goes in. Yeah, you know, and then that's when the episode just ends like that. I love it. I love it. It was just too good. Yeah, and for me, I I always I know Simpsons influenced me because I say the like lines from the Simpsons out of nowhere for no reason and one i love here is when you know if somebody's at my house and they lose something like if they go where you know where's blah blah and i was like i don't know it probably just disappeared into fat air
1: (laughs) yeah patty and selma yeah for sure i was gonna put that as my number three i knew we had discussed this earlier so i was like well we can't both have it so i let you have it but that is is, this is this was too hard this was too hard okay number two for me the thing and i treehouse of horror seven that is season eight. Basically, this episode is Bart and Lisa and Maggie discover that Bart has an evil twin in the attic. And that's Hugo. And then Hugo is supposed to be this evil twin. He's trying to switch or sew so, so Bart and Hugo back together. And uh, chaos ensues after that. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Some of my favorite moments on that that is Hugo when he's like, we're going to get sewed so together. It's like, I've practiced. I made a pigeon rat. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, then it's I'm like right. the pigeons flying and the rats are trying to get in the hole. It's just like bang, bang, bang. It's well, like he's think, trying
2: to bang or something. You got to see, like, if nobody knows, Hugo just looks like a more, like, a savage, Neanderthal version of Bart. Um, A primitive version yeah. of Bart. That's what he looks like, you know. And I love his voice. Obviously, it's uh, Nancy Cartwright still doing it, but uh, can, can you- deeper. Yeah.
1: You want the right side or the left side? Something like that, right?
2: No, that's what, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then also uh, Dr. Hibbert, because, like, Dr. Hibbert, he does, like, you don't know what you look like, Hugo. It's like before he sews Bart into the evil twin. And it's like, Hugo, wait, you don't know what you look like. So he gets an empty picture frame and then he just punches a child. <laughs> just punches Hugo, <laughs> he right? punches Hugo right in the face. He goes, bam. And I was just laughing. I remember that was so funny.
2: No, but I just love how the Simpsons are so self-aware in this because at the end, uh, Dr. Hibbert brought up a theory that the evil twin has a scar on their right side and he checks out hugo and he's like wait a minute hugo does has his scar on the left side oh
1: yeah 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 that
2: means the evil twin is and always has been bart Bart." and then bart's like don't be so surprised Yeah, you know (laughs) so it's like little stuff like that that i love like it's just quick you know just quick it was sick.
1: Also, the, the way that ended, it's like so now that they figured out <laughs> Bart was the evil one, they just confined him to the to the They switched roles. They switched roles. Switch rolls. And then like it's like, oh, they're having a Thanksgiving dinner, and then like Bart's like, Hey, through, through like the air vents, he's Wait. like, Hey, can I eat the dinner too? And then Marge is like, Finish your fish heads and we'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then it just ends. I was like, Fuck the savage nature of Marge. That's so funny. It's too good.
2: All right, then my turn. My turn comes up for my number 2. Number 2. Uh this is going to be weird. It comes from the same episode of My Last Choice. Wait, did we literally put all three episodes on? <laughs> yeah, that? We without really ta- yeah, we did with that really Yeah. We got to uh, Yeah. We'll do serious. another. I'm just saying like this is how hard this is, guys. Like it's subjective obviously because we all find different humors, but there're just elements of each. If you grew up with this and seen it then, it just So sticks. by process
1: of elimination, I can only guess what this is. Nightmare on Evergreen Terrace. Yes. That Ah, is my second one. Solid, solid So this one
2: is like a straight up Nightmare on Elm Street parody. I love this one because you could tell that the Simpsons writers can, you know, mimic the writing. This parody of Nightmare on Elm Street was on point. Groundskeeper Willie takes, takes over the role of Freddy. And I think that was just, they knew who to pick, you know. And the story is during a cold winter night, they were having a school parent back to back, parent school PTA meeting
1: conference or something like mm-hmm.
2: that. So all the main family members, you know, Homer, Marge, uh, the Van Houtens, yeah, uh, Chief Wiggum. they're all. Everyone's there. Yeah, they're all in a room. They're getting a speech from Principal Skinner, and Willie is downstairs in his furnace room. Simpsons cast pretty much is they're in it. They're in, in a the classroom. classroom.
1: They're in a classroom, and the funniest part about this is like. The, it, this is supposed to be a fake month, the 13th month, yeah. the 13th day. So it's like stupid smarch weather. Do you remember that from Homer? Yeah. It's smarch. Well, so then funny. this is where
2: Homer comes in and he just ruins it all because he's cold. And on the thermostat, it says, don't touch Willie on a post-it. And Homer just says, good advice. You know, and then he puts it on. And the reason why they have it, because I guess it messes up the furnace. So it switches to Willie in his furnace downstairs. And the fire just goes. He just lights on fire a you know, Freddie. He comes up to the to the to the room where all the parents are, and he just curses them and he tells them. No, my favorite part before that though is, is Kurt Van Houten. He's like,
1: "I'd like to see the menu beforehand. I don't like it when Millhouse has two meals of spaghetti a day." <laughs> it's like fuck, Kurt. If Kurt can, I don't even know, dude. Can, can just... he? Can he be any more miserable and pathetic?
2: Hey, stop it. Can he borrow a feeling? <laughs>
0: i borrow a feeling
2: <laughs> and homer's just roasting him straight up right next to him well okay so then the whole thing is the, the Simpsons children find out and they're trying to stay awake for me always is when willie finally kills martin that I is my that. i remember that martin ever forever, such, forever a, you know
1: uh, what's the word to describe martin martin prince
2: you know he's just a genius little boy too flamboyant no extravagant yeah, i would say a little flamboyant sassy
1: He's so funny. His death was so funny. <laughs> he's like a little wizard he just he's, dies.
2: No, he was a he's a language wizard. Oh yeah. So see, that's how you know more of the character, so he would just read it. But uh yeah, uh Willie kills him in a Freddy S Des. He just gets his long tongue and just strangle, you know. Marie, you, you die. die. Oh, it's so he beautiful. Like, I love this. Yeah. That was a solid episode.
1: That's see so that episode that whole trials of horror was my favorite. We've talked enough about that. Let's go to my number one. My number one all time episode at least for this episode, <laughs> is Nightmare Cafeteria. That is Treehouse of Horror 5 in season six. It is a parody of the 1973 film Soylent Green. Basically, the premise is all of the teachers at the Springfield Elementary end up eating all of the students. And it just whittles down to like one by one by one, they're all getting mm-hmm. eaten. And uh, it's up to the Simpsons kids to see whether or not they survive. To save the day, really. save the day. Uh, some of my favorite moments is when they have each because each child they kill, they kind of have like their own kind of theme. So my favorite food one theme. is their yeah, food a food theme. theme. So the German kid Uter, he's a German kid. So then they have Oktoberfest or something Uterfest. Uterfest. Yeah. And uh, Principal Skinner <laughs> is dressed up in like Oktoberfest like attire, and he's like, "Don't worry, he's in our gut somewhere." <laughs> like, so they're all just very like clever puns, yeah. just to to very subtly to. That relates to the character that they just killed. That they just ate. Mm -hmm. And then like the uh, the funniest one is like, you could say that Uder is in our stomach and we've eaten him already. And it's like just completely blatant. I just laughed so hard. It's like, wait, don't do that one.
2: So yeah, that was cool. No, it was a great episode.
1: My favorite one too is uh, when it's like, when it boils down to the final Simpsons kids, Bart is going to, or it's Principal Skinner. He's like, I'm finally going to do that and eat your shorts. And he's just like a total zombie (laughs) mode too. And then the episode ends with them just waking up from a dream. Bart ends up waking up from a dream, and then their skin reverses inside out. I love that And the credit. Yeah, Yeah. I love it, too. I love that song.
2: Yeah, it was like one of the first musical, like, endings on that. Outro, I think. Yeah, it was really good.
1: So that was my number one. It could have been so much more.
2: So many. Yeah. But my number one's way better than your number one. (laughs) Everybody's going to agree with Is your number one
1: bigger than my number one?
2: Always. (laughs) All right, let me go with this, all right? The number one episode of *Treehouse of Horrors of all time that no one can... This is the best. Is Clown Without Pity. Explain. The summary. This is a parody of the Twilight Zone episode, Living Doll. All right? Homer realized that he forgot to buy Bart a present for his birthday. He rushed to the store called House of Evil, where he decides... Where he gets... Into purchasing a crusty doll. But the shopkeeper warns him that the doll is cursed. But you know Homer. He's like, mm, as long as it's a gift. So he gives it to Bart. And later on, the crusty little doll comes to life. It becomes sentient. And it's just not a lovable dog, doll. It's an evil, murderous doll. And it only has hunger for Homer. So the rest of the episode is Homer trying to convince the whole family that. The doll is evil and he's trying to kill him and he can't do it until the end when Marge finally sees, oh my God, he is, Krusty is killing, you know, Homer. One of the best segments ever. Well, the ending to that is super funny too, right? Okay. It's the best. So when Marge sees Homer getting strangled by Krusty, she looks at the box where the doll came from, calls the helpline, calls the helpline, asks for a repairman. The repairman comes and he sees it. And he just goes out to his like, hmm. He picks up Krusty. He's like, I see the problem here. Opens his back where, you know, the batteries are usually at in the yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. And what does he say? Yep, here's your problem. Someone set this thing to evil. <laughs> so he
1: just says an evil switch or so he switches to He good. switches
2: to good. And then instantly Krusty is like, I you love, love you, Homer. Man.
1: That was so funny.
2: <laughs> and to me, that just, this episode just encompass the whole feeling that i got from like the first 13 seasons of the simpsons it's a good well-written story it's a little heartwarming you know there, It's a it, parody it's a parody of like multiple things uh what the the house is gremlins child's play you know chucky chucky Krusty. is child's play well that's what i'm saying chucky oh. is crusty okay okay got you got you got you i
1: thought i thought chucky and child's play those are two different films I was like i'm about to correct you homie
2: nah bro i wasn't Bringing up the character from Child's yes, Play, yes, okay? Yes. There are so many good ones in this one, but what you brought up, the repairman, I remember that line for, I remember the scene. It just, uh, I don't know, I can't even explain it. It's just so funny. Like, the Simpsons writers just knew how to wrap around the whole episode in that little pinch at the end. It's great. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And that
1: is our top... Three episodes plus one more. An honorable mention. I had to <laughs> cheat. I'm sorry. Uh, before we go, I want to talk about the upcoming Treehouse of Horror and how cool that's going to be because we both loved Homer Cube so much. Mm-hmm. This one is going to be like a, a, a new... A
2: whole episode? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. That's going to be sick. And CGI, you know? Sorry to cut you on.
1: Yeah, so you, I'm, I'm quoting the website right here, Animation Express. So, quote, The Simpsons are back with Treehouse 31 for the annual Halloween season episode. This time, The Simpsons show a parody of Toy Story, where Bart treats his toys badly and has to deal with his consequences. The, the best part is that the segment is animated in CGI like a Pixar film.
2: Oh, okay. I thought they were doing to- the whole I Toy Toy Story. I love that. They also
1: have this, apart from the Toy Story segment, the episode deals with the U.S. elections, a spoof of Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, which is also a pretty decently animated film in itself, and Netflix's Russian doll. Never watched
2: it. Honestly, a, sh- a, little, a whole episode like this l- looks dope, man. Like, it looks more real, and, like, I'm getting into it, you know? I like it. I like it. It's just I can't different. wait. I'm hopefully— hopefully. I'm going to watch this one for sure. I'm a, I
1: haven't seen this in a while.
2: Well, to be honest, like, uh, the Treehouse of Horrors are, like, honestly the last things of the since it, I've been watching. They're keeping it on its legs? Yeah. For me, yeah. at least, I haven't really stayed up for them maybe, like, the last five years, and this looks really good, you know? I can't want—I want to see the intro, always about the intros, you know? hmm So see how they do it here and— I don't know. I know they did like a spoof of the elections like four, six, eight years ago, I think it was, with Obama. Don't blame me. I voted for Kodos. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, they always do election <laughs> yeah, stuff. Because
1: you know? so, it, always, it always happens around that time Halloween and the elections.
2: Yeah. October, November the, within the week. But well, yeah, well, yeah October, I'm really happy. I'm hopefully, hopefully it's good, you know? I'm pretty sure it's going to be entertaining. All right, guys. And that concludes our special episode of movies we were way too young to see. But before we leave, we were saving this guest for last. I'm glad she came. Very esteemed, the one and only Marge Bouvier
0: Simpson. It's Marge I'm, Simpson. I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's
0: Marge okay.
2: Simpson. That's
0: right. How you doing today, Malv?
2: Oh, we're having a great time. We were talking about you and your family. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank
0: you for doing this.
2: I'm I'm honored.
0: I'm a, we all are. Really. We're
2: honored. Okay. We're glad to have you here. I know our listeners are very glad to hear you.
0: Hey, listeners, how you doing? Marge here.
2: <laughs> well, before you got here, we were discussing our favorite episodes of the Treehouse of Horror. I know we only have a few minutes left, but can you tell our guests what your favorite episode was?
0: You know, those are some of my favorite episodes to shoot. The ones that come to mind is when Homie sells his soul for a donut. And Nettie, Nettie plays the devil. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. The writer's room, we were cracking up. And it turns out that I, you know, I end up keeping Homer because uh, he gave his soul to me before he did Lucifer.
2: On back of the letter, yeah, uh, the photo. Yes, sir. Was that a real photo or was that for the show?
0: Oh, that was a a, a production still.
2: Anything else comes to mind? Any crazy stories that you have from from set?
0: Well, there's another episode for the treehouse. It's called Easy Big Coven. And that's the one where... Me and my sisters are witches. It's a kind of a parody of the Salem witch trials. So, Chief Wickham has to push me off a cliff to prove whether or not I am a witch. But we had to do that take, I'm not even kidding you, about 30 times. My ankles and my knees were so swollen after that. The only thing that helped was Johnson CBD. And if you use Johnson CBD, code marge 20 i don't think you're
2: supposed to be selling these things marge does the mouse approve of this
0: i get a 20 percent discount and you get some great cbd
2: well you know we usually don't push drugs on this show but for you our listeners make sure you go to johnson's and johnson's and get that cbd for march oh you'd be doing
0: me a great favor thank you everybody for checking out malvin Mowgli's. Movies we were way too young to see. Treehouse of Horror Edition. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a five-star review wherever you're listening. Don't forget to follow Malvin Mowgli on Twitter and Instagram. Malvin Mowgli with an N. And if you have any questions or concerns or if you have anything to talk to me about and you want to pass the message on to me, go ahead and email Malvin Mowgli at malvinmowgli at gmail.com. Sound good, guys?
2: It's beautiful. You're awesome.
0: Take care, everybody. Stay safe and have a happy Halloween. One, chorus sign of people Dance until they make us stop Two, many dancing people Cover with blood, core, and clock Just one, sniff, of that fire.